This is the Pete Wong Podcast, sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I've always wanted to talk about the things that I care about in life. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's The Pete Wong Podcast. We have had an interesting week, have we not? Um, No matter what's going on in the world, please, please be mindful and please take care of yourselves. The most important thing is for us to take care of ourselves within and externally as well. Take care of you and take care of those that that you love and love you back. This is the most important thing. No matter what's going on in the world, no matter uh, who's doing what, who's saying what, please, let's just be mindful of that. All right, I hope uh, all of you are uh, excited for this week's chapter, uh, chapter seven. I got a cool new little device here. Uh, thank you to my buddy again, uh, Josh Dirud. I've mentioned Josh before, and uh, you'll be hearing him again as we're going to be starting to do our interviews uh, coming up in the uh, upcoming weeks here. Super excited for that, and uh, very excited f- uh, and looking forward to all of you meeting the people that uh, make an impact on my life. Uh, some just for a brief moment, some for a few years, some for, I already know, and they know a lifetime. So, uh, look forward to that and, um, I'm ready to get started. So, oh, uh, also thank you, uh, Vong Lee for the encouragement, um, Josh Dirud and Vong Lee for the encouragement, uh, so we can, uh, have a, a nice crisper sound. All right. Just adding to the tools. Okay, here we go. Chapter 7. Make a decision. Stick to it. Quote, You can't talk out of something that you behave yourself into. Once you change your behavior, everything will start falling into place. End quote. Eric E.T. Thomas, also known as the Hip Hop Preacher. If you haven't listened to Eric Thomas, check him out. Check him out. He's a very exciting, enthusiastic um, entrepreneur. And uh, I, I just love um, what, he's, what, he, uh, what he stands for, uh, what he lives for, and um, how he presents himself, too. It's uh, very nice. Okay, here we go. Feeling incredibly awesome for narrowing down my why. I couldn't sit still. I became anxious and impatient, wanting to know what I was going to do with it. What was I going to do and how was I going to do it? Again, I became clueless. There were days where I'd feel worry or get upset for not knowing, and some of these days felt super long. But this time, it wasn't as bad because I knew my why. And because I knew that, I believed I had something that was mine and mine only. If it didn't align naturally with my why, then I was okay not worrying about it. 
I specifically chose not to waste my time with anything that didn't fit my why. Then one day, I came across yet another video on YouTube. This time, it was a much different one. In this video, the actor, Jake Gyllenhaal, entered a boxing gym and began to wrap his wrists and hands. It was a training video showing how he prepared for his next role as a boxer in the movie Southpaw. What caught my attention was the transformation he was making. His previous film was a film called Nightcrawler, where he had lost a ton of weight, and to see him go from that look to now totally jacked and ripped of muscles spoke volumes to me. I had just started learning and training boxing and other martial arts with my instructor and now best friend, mentor, Orpheus Black, for less than a year then, and loved whatever it was I was learning from him. At that time, I liked what he was sharing with me and wanted to see how far I could take it. Seeing Jake's training video got me thinking, what would happen if I put in a little work myself? What would happen if I dedicated myself to working out more, training more like a boxer? Quote, make a schedule, stick to it, end quote. Before coming across this video, I never had a consistent regiment for working out. I had always been a pretty active kid growing up, played outside a lot in various sports as an amateur. There was even a time period when the only place you could find me was playing one-on-one -on -one basketball or pickup games in the neighborhood. But even so, I never really stuck with anything. It wasn't until I was 15 I found something that I loved doing and stuck to it. And this was the martial arts. I've been actively practicing martial arts since then. Even with my passion for the martial arts, I still only did it when I wanted to or when classes were in session. Then, in 2014, when I moved to Los Angeles, California, as I was looking for some place to train, I came across a meetup group called Lab Rats. Lab Rats was a group of mixed martial art fighters and experts who met at a park in Pasadena twice a week. At that time, they met on Tuesday nights and Sunday mornings. This was and still is a great group. They are now like my second family. I had been training a few months with the group before Orpheus and I met. And then I started training actively with him. I took to heart everything he shared with me. We trained first on Tuesday nights then he began to train with me on Saturdays. We'd work together whenever and wherever we could. At the park, in a garage, in a parking lot, at the gym. And despite feeling awkward at times, tripping on my feet, and sometimes feeling discouraged, because it didn't take long before I discovered I didn't have as much rhythm as I thought I did. Did I mention how much I love to dance? Despite these and other insecurities of mine and feeling intimidated, I liked boxing and the different martial arts Orpheus was showing me. I liked it so much that I put my concerned thoughts to the side and pushed myself to get better and just kept at it. I kept moving. Pumped and inspired by Jake's training video and my training, I knew if I wanted to get more results, I had to do more outside of my time with Orpheus. I also knew putting the time and conditioning myself would help improve my martial arts and boxing, so I started looking into options in doing that. 
As much as I wanted to sign up for their, a gym membership, I felt I wasn't ready for that just yet for two reasons. One, I wasn't making enough to afford a gym membership at the time. Two, my thinking at that time was by the time I drove to the gym, parked my car, changed my clothes, I knew I would somehow convince myself not to work out and be wasting both my time and money. I wanted to get myself more comfortable with a weekly and daily routine first. I held out on getting the gym membership, at least for now. Baby step, baby steps first. I heard about people using workout and fitness apps on their smartphones, so I thought I'd try that out. I downloaded an app called 8Fit and began by making a schedule that consisted of three days of HIT, high intensity interval training. As Wikipedia describes it, is a form of interval training, a cardiovascular exercise strategy alternating short periods of intense anaerobic exercise with less intense recovery periods. HIT is the concept where one performs a short burst of high intensity or max intensity exercise followed by a brief low intensity activity repeatedly until too exhausted to continue. Of course, I started with the beginner program and did this every Monday, Wednesday, and on Fridays. In the beginning, I wasn't used to it, but every time I felt like I couldn't do it, I told myself to keep at it and see what happens. Even on the days I couldn't complete it, I still did it. Eventually, I liked doing it and was able to increase the levels. I also began to add Thursday mornings for 30 to 45 minutes of home physical therapy to help strengthen my injured back and neck to improve the dexterity loss caused by the car accident from years back. And because I was no longer working in Pasadena, every Sunday for a few hours, I would reserve it to train with the lab rats, or what we like to call fight church. This schedule was hard. I can't tell you how many times on any given day I wanted to give up. I get in a groove and then have some setbacks. What am I doing? Week after week, I'd find myself asking this. Why am I putting myself through so much work and what sometimes feels like plain out suffering? I don't have to. So why am I making the choice to do this? Sure. I know there are people who are doing this kind of thing to themselves, working out daily, keeping a schedule, leg, leg, back, arm days, etc. But that doesn't mean this had to be me, was my thought. So what helped me stay motivated and not give up? The setting I was in. A great thing about living in Los Angeles is people like to work out. It's clearly a thing that is supported and encouraged here. Whether it's the people hitting the heavy weights on Venice Beach, also known as Muscle Beach, or people walking around in their workout clothes after coming from the gym. A protein shake or a cup of coffee in one hand and carrying their yoga mats rolled up under their arms in the other. You see it here. It's quite common. Never have I been someplace where working out was such a major part of people's lives. Seeing this and knowing this was part of the culture was a motivating factor for me that I could do it. That I could at least try. Quote, I needed to challenge myself. I needed to do this for myself. I had to prove that I could create a plan, stick to it, and accomplish it. End quote. It wasn't just about not finishing what you started. 
but it was about not giving up on my beliefs and doing something I wanted to. It took some getting used to working out on a consistent basis, but then as I felt in my soul and believe I could do it, that I could endure and overcome any obstacle that laid before me, wouldn't you know it? I started to feel good both inside and out. Here I was doing the thing I set out to do and getting results. Not only was I feeling better physically, but I was also feeling better mentally. Working out gave me something to discipline myself, and whenever I accomplished my goal, I felt awesome about it. Quote, I may not know what I'm getting out of this and where it will lead to, but I was feeling good and surprising myself at every turn. End quote. Best of all, I wasn't only talking about the things I wanted to do, but actually doing it. This had to account for something. Whenever I wasn't sure what I was doing and if I should keep it up, I would be encouraged knowing, if anything, I would get some surprises out of it, which was way better than whatever I was doing before. You could say I changed my life's perspective and was now living for the surprises. For the first time, I felt so good, so proud for doing this for me. My favorite movie, Rocky, and the entire series, including the latest Creed 2015 and Creed 2 2018. When I think about quitting, I'm inspired by these films and what they represent. These stories keep me going and believing. If you know the films well enough, then you'll recall the image of Rocky Balboa punching the strung-up dead cow in the meat factory. There he was, wearing the same old gray hoodie, smelly, dirty, holes everywhere, filled with yesterday's sweat and probably some dead animal's bloodstain. There was no one else there with him or beside him. He was there all by himself as he worked on his boxing. He did whatever he had to do and he did it for himself. Rocky was being himself, his true self in the moment. There is nothing more beautiful than that. Just like us, we do things that only speak to us. They don't need a reason, they just are. All the work that is put in, no matter who is in your life, at the end of the day, it's you that throws every punch, takes every step, skips every rope, lifts every weight, runs every mile, takes every hit. There is nobody else. You do it for you because you love you. Otherwise, you don't. The greatest thing we can do for ourselves is to love who we are and do what we love. A fighter doesn't train hard for anyone but themselves. Sure, if they have a family, they might be doing it for them, but the family isn't doing the work for them. They may help encourage and inspire, even hold up a water bottle for them, but the fighter must make the choice to fight the battle on their own. Each of us has to make the choice which battle they want to get involved in and at what risks and lengths they be willing to go for it. As I trained and took in as much as I could during the process, I felt a great change occurring. I liked who I was more and thought less and less of what others thought. Eventually, I added other things to my schedule that I felt would be a nice change-up to what my schedule already was. 
I knew these things had the potential to benefit uh, benefit me health-wise. Tuesdays were set aside for doing some yoga. Whether it was for 20, 30, or 40 minutes at a time, depending on my work schedule at the time, I made myself get it in. I'd always been a fan of yoga and took a few classes here and there, but nothing that lasted for long periods of time. I knew there were some benefits to doing yoga that I wouldn't get from the other things I was doing. Not wanting to feel overwhelmed, I added just one day per week for a goal of an hour, but I wouldn't get upset if I couldn't do that much. My plan was to add more days and for longer durations per sessions as I did it more and consistently. Here are a list of physical benefits of yoga. Increased flexibility. Increased muscle strength and tone. Improved respiration, energy, and vitality. Maintaining a balanced metabolism. Weight reduction. Cardio and circulatory health. Improved improved athletic performance. Protection from injury. Yoga helped bring more focus and peacefulness to my workouts and to my everyday. In addition to the physical benefits, I also gained much on the mental and spiritual side from it. I later learned from a friend who has been a yoga practitioner for a few years, the benefits of yoga she discovered came from holding the difficult positions for long periods of time and how that trained our minds to let go and allowed the body to take over. And with more practice, you can endure longer durations with less amounts of pain. But it would be something one had to work up to. I started noticing this too. Similar to getting punched, it was another form of putting strain, pain, and suffering to our bodies, but in a much different way, and how it all tied together with our breath. Relaxing and focusing our breath, which led to meditation, And for me, it was the introduction for guided seated meditation. The more I dove headfirst into the importance of caring for my body physically, the more I saw the correlation to needing to take care of myself mentally and spiritually too. I saw that there was a few patterns to the successful people I was looking up to and began to make a habit of things myself. In fact, One day, I came across an article from the Huffington Huffington Post entitled 10 Healthy Habits of Successful People and took it to heart. I decided to take some of these and made them a part of my habits. Here are three examples of what I do every morning as soon as I wake up. Number one, drink a glass of water. Hydrate yourselves right away. Wakes you up, energizes you as you begin your day. Our bodies lose a ton of water in our sleep. We need to hydrate first thing. Hold off on the coffee. Drink water first. Number two, make your bed every day. By making your bed, you force yourself to start the day doing something and it requires a certain amount of physicality and mental focus. Also, by taking the initiative to take care of yourself right away, you feel already a sense of accomplishment. Plus, when you come home, it probably feels better to slide right into something that feels ready for you when you are ready for bed. Number three, allow sunlight into your bedroom. And if you can open 
a window, allow some fresh air in. Vitamin D is good for the body. It is a necessity. Once I made the decision and stuck to it, there was no turning back. I made a promise to myself then and there, no matter how difficult it got, if I felt better during the process, I would keep at it. And I did. Of course, at that time, I didn't know what this would mean for me, but I knew I had to trust in whatever was happening. I had to believe the universe was there each step of the way. I wanted to believe, and so I pushed myself to believe. Eventually, the universe showed me I had made the right choice. By choosing to develop a greater sense of character that wasn't interested in being incompetent, but one that was filled with integrity and confidence. As much as I wanted an easy way, I took pride in knowing that this time it wasn't about easy. It was about making the changes I wanted and transforming them into a reality. As long as I kept my eyes on the prize, knowing whatever it was I was doing was for myself, to accomplish the things I always wanted to and wasn't going to allow myself to stop until I got what I wanted. When I was feeling discouraged, lost, even a bit angry, I made the decision to not blame anyone else, but instead empower myself by making the necessary changes. Don't get me wrong, I'm like everybody. I struggle with making decisions daily, but where things have changed is I no longer look outwards for an excuse or a reason. Instead, I take much pride in knowing all I need to know and do is within. When we do, when we do that, there is no room for excuses and no room for blame. I'm still working on getting the ripped bulkier muscles, but I feel great and I've unbehaved myself from previous ways of thinking and I know I'm setting myself up for great success. I wrote this poem up against the ropes during this time period that I felt summed up how I was feeling then. I've been beaten, been bruised up. Can't remember when was the last time I felt at peace, but with no choice either to choose to go backwards or move forwards, I proceed. Again, I get knocked down. I can't seem to catch a break. I bleed blood. My sweat drips, drops onto the concrete and my tears. I've cried more tears than I probably need to. Desperate and afraid, I don't have an answer. I pray for help. I ask for an angel to protect me, but I feel so alone. Tossed into the fire, where is my hope? Used to be the one who made all the sacrifices for others, but now it's just me, mano y mano. Staring all that you hate in the face. There's no one to save me, an enemy I can't even latch onto, circling around me, taunting me, playing with my emotions. I need to smash adversity head on. I need to keep fighting. I keep the fight because that's my choice. Life has beaten me, taking loved ones, showed me so much pain, don't even know how to deal with it, but it ain't over. It's never over until you make it done, finito. One more round, one more second. I'm a fighter, I'm a winner. Exhausted, can't give up now, bring it. My future hasn't been written just yet. Time to get back to it. Stay focused, switch it to beast mode. King Kong ain't got nothing on me, let's go. October 1st, 
2015. As I trained and stuck to my schedule consistently, one night I came across something Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, said in one of his TGIM, Thank God it's Monday, as he puts it. Get to the spot. Consistency and persistency. Get to the spot meant get to where you, you are supposed to be. Change what you can change and forget the things you can't. You might have to go through some pain, but get to the spot. Do what you can. Whatever you are supposed to get at and everything else, let happen happen. End chapter. Bullet points to be mindful of. Bullet point number one. Do things that work for you and specifically only you. Physically, mentally, and spiritually. Bullet point number two. Make a schedule. Stick to it. Bullet point number three. Easy is not an option. Bullet point number four. Get to the spot. In other words, show up. Bullet point number five. Believe in yourself. Create a schedule. Stick to it. I can't, I can't uh, say, it, say it enough. Everything starts with the mind. If you say you're going to do something and then you are relentless uh, about it, eventually you'll do that thing. Um, if you can set yourself up for success, you're going to be in a position of success. I think lots of times we focus so much on the how we feel or um, maybe we feel uncomfortable that we start wanting to turn the other way. And I mean, I'm, I'm totally guilty of it, uh, it but um, there's lots of things that I've learned. And as I just shared in the chapter, um, there's lots of things I can pull from now. My experiences, my training that helped me persevere through uh, some of those moments in life where I feel completely lost and in despair. I'll eventually share with you uh, the, the, um, the story of uh, my leaving Los Angeles. Um, I really want to share it. It's just there's a lot there and I, I didn't know how to go about sharing it. Um, but I've shared it in different circles and it's, it's really important to me. But at the end of the day, I think oh, just the other day I was uh, reading a book and doing some, doing some uh, homework from, from the book and it made me reflect and I realized that uh, I was able to persevere and overcome some, some, some situations, some instances where I felt a lost, but it was just creating a schedule and sticking to it, just putting it down on paper and saying, I need to do this thing. And, um, so if any of you have more questions about how do you go about doing that, I can share with you, uh, what I do and, um, um, I'm trying to be more consistent with it, but it's, it's something that I do. It's actually something that I picked up in Hong Kong, uh, from my former, uh, my, my former boss actually. <laughs> so, 
All right. I'll leave y'all with that to marinate uh, with chapter seven. And um, check out Eric Thomas, E.T. Uh, I was listening to him on Spotify, but he's also on YouTube and other other, uh, platforms. Um, but he's a very interesting person and, uh, get, get enthused when, (laughs) get ready to be enthused. Um, as my buddy two psych would like to say, everybody likes to, uh, what is it? Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to be a beast. That's one of his, uh, favorite quotes. I'll leave y'all enjoy your week. Um, if, if, you know, if you're in Cali with the, with the heat and the fires, please take care, please stay hydrated uh, please stay as cool as possible and, um, and just breathe. Uh, those of you in other parts, uh, colder parts, um, please, uh, take care of yourself. Also, uh, drink water. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, take care of your immune system and, uh, laugh, laugh more, be happy, enjoy your life. And, um, and like the change of the season, embrace it. I'll I'll catch you all later. And again, we're going to be pretty soon here uh, talking to uh, some some other bodies, and it's going to be great. Remember, you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And remember... You are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.